mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. see i love that when i walked in you said or you walked in because i actually was here before you were Mm -hmm. you were like wow you smell good and um i need to shower so badly what did you i sprayed perfume on my body because i really need to fucking shower um i was wondering how you got here so fast because when you said you were still posting stuff and i knew you hadn't showered yet and i was like bitch and there's no fucking way i'm showering in the morning there's okay. no way I can like I would get here and then I would be like, Mom, you have to pick me up. Like because gotcha. it wipes me out, which is why I like to do it at night because I also have such a hard time sleeping, even though I'm constantly tired. But uh, I was going to do it yesterday and I don't want to give too much away because it's going to be heavily featured in my next vlog. But we had at least one roommate, as far as we know, move in. So we spent mean? a lot of. Oh, the rat. 
Yeah, four-legged friend. I saw the or picture. Foe. And? Dude, we spent out, like, we spent so much time. Like, first it was, like, we, like, bought barbed wire. Like, we had this, like, extra, like, um chicken wire thing that we, like, were trying to put in the, like, the, the gap. Turns out, it's not, like, a small little hole. Turns out this whole fucking time, we've had, like, a massive fucking hole. And it's, like, oh, this is the pitfalls of being tall. Fully missed it. Like, I needed to get on, like, tits to the ground to see it. That's unfortunate. Uh-huh. So we did that, and then that didn't work. And so then we started just stuffing it with all of our towels that we were going to cut, old towels that we were going to cut into rags. And then I'd go through and secure everything, and then taking all of the dumbbells out of the garage, and then weighing all of that down. And we set up our ring camera to be a rat cam. And took a lot of time, so I didn't shower. And then I started having like a weird allergic reaction, which I wasn't sure what it was to. Maybe from lying on the ground. No, and that's what, because Mats was asking. He was like, because it wasn't like on one side of my face, but I was like, it has to be dust somewhere because like my ears are like on fire and red and my face was just like on fire and red. So. Well. Well. That sounds fun. It was. So I'm so excited to shower tonight. I am so looking forward to it. I really hope I do it. Well, you look showered and that's Thank what you. counts. And Honestly, you smell showered. It is what counts. Yeah. Like you're only I mean, as to me, showered I'm not, as you present. like touching you or anything. I'm not sticky. You I mean, still have dirt on you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm a really weird sensation person. So no, like, I mean like you literally, like you can't escape it. It's oh, yeah. just natural. No, no, my daytime dead skin dirt mm-hmm. thing, that type of thing. I'm like the. Uh, you sweat even if you don't realize you're sweating. Oh, I realize. Oh, yeah. You've, yeah. My fucking In addition. Flash. So I'm just saying, like, no, but I also you have to, all that. I'm like that little dusty cloud from um that cartoon. Charlie Brown. There you go. The peanuts. Well, all of that um, aside, don't you love that intro? Welcome to But Am I Wrong? Starring two people who have not once ever been wrong. Mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. Is it Thanksgiving? Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Christopher Columbus. Was that him? No. I mean, he gets attributed to a who lot did, of things. Who did the... They just say the pilgrims. Oh, yeah. Less of your people. No, I know. Half of my people. Let's, yeah. let's, I'm sorry. Don't get I don't, it fucking I twisted. Blondwood the, is your, rolling over in I'm a sorry, fucking grave. Will, your black Irish side, I will, I'm sorry. I apologize. It's lowercase b. Let's clarify. <laughs> <laughs> it's lowercase b. And who is working... What is Joe Biden's plan on reclassifying <laughs> the black Irish? When there are literally black people who live in Ireland. Yep. Maybe we should just call them the Sandy Cut. I, I don't include me in this. This we, is your people. We, my people. Maybe yeah. we should refer to ourselves as Sandy Cohen's. But to me, I don't even think that he's actually black. I think he's Italian. I think he is. Didn't we look this up? No, I think that the whole point was that he is like the reference for it. And he's not. What's his real name? I typed in Sandy Cohen. I don't know. Also, him as his dad. New girl. Wait. He plays his dad. He plays uh, Schmidt's dad. Yes. I always get confused with him and then the older guy that work, that's like the dad at Jess's school who she dates. Mm. Chase, Jess has no type. No, she doesn't. I also can't believe that they like really He's thought- Irish, yeah. Oh, okay. So I think we, like, I think my people, we need to, I don't know who's going to make this, put this on what ballot because, you know, this man overseas that we need to rebrand as Sandy Cohen's. Like, I'm actually a Sandy Cohen Irish. Okay. Which is confusing because that character is Jewish, but you know. I know. I mean, you can be. Yeah. You could be. A black Irish and Jewish. Yeah. It's just being in a very specific location. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, 
I have no idea how we fucking got there. Because we were talking about the pilgrims and only half of your family. There you go. Yeah. There's one half that was. And I'm sure they did the best. I'm sure they were like the worst of the worst. Let's be real. Because they were like white people with like money. From what I've heard from what you've told me. From the descendants. Yeah. No, no. There's 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 evil in that blood. Like that's (laughs) cursed. It's a good thing that I've got. I've got some other to, you know, hold it, hold it down. Otherwise, and you don't want to be that pure blood. That's that's the. Oof, that's I feel like that would be incest. Well, yeah, that's like say, in Harry Potter. I, yeah. Also, let's I'm the one on that side of the family with the darkest hair. <laughs> Your hair I'm not so- kidding. Darkest hair and darkest blue eyes. OK. The only reason I saw blue eyes, is my dad has blue eyes. That black Irish is really pulling through. I know. But I did get the black Irish eyebrows. Like, I'm really upset about that. Because my dad has, like, Sandy Cohen eyebrows. I'm like, give me that. I've seen, seen videos that don't exist anymore. Yeah. Like, give me that thick brow. Give me that uns... Like, give me, like, a Lily Collins brow. But, like, don't tweeze it. Don't trim it. Like, give me that unruly... Give me a wizard brow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Those old wizards with their unruly brows. I'd love it. I would. Anyways, um, yeah, so we're never wrong on this podcast. So just buckle up, bitches, and prepare for the wild ride. Yeah. So this show is divided into three segments. The first is, but am I wrong? That's the two of us. We present things in our lives or hot takes that we may or may not be wrong about. Cheat code, we're not wrong. And then there's, but are you wrong? And that's when y'all write in, which... I have a few things to say, yeah. and I'm sure that you would like to say. Mm-hmm. So, but are you wrong? Is when y'all write into but am I wrong pod at gmail.com and share, you know, if you've been, you know, on the fence about am I right or am I wrong in this situation? And then uh, keep it to 300 words or less and share your pronouns if you would like to give fake names. But most importantly, write in because. Yeah. They've been like lacking through the email address. And then Megan posted today on the day that we're recording, like, hey, y'all, please write in. Within five minutes, 20 people had written in. Yeah, because I specifically said, I'm like, for this day only, we'll mm-hmm. accept DMs. And I, was, I feel like it was that even more than you, 20. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like within the first oh, five minutes. Yeah, without a doubt. And I'm just, y'all have been sitting on this. Actually, please, please send an email. We know that it takes a little bit more effort, but just like, open the email and uh app and it's the same thing think about it as instagram yeah but in text form uh-huh it's just like a little look just look, looks a little different mm-hmm. like squint your eyes like you'll be fine yeah would it be easier we've just got would it be easier if we had like a forum on a forum a form on our instagram that you would then click and then fill it out like mm-hmm. how can we make it easier for you because we know that you have things to say yeah but you don't like emailing and I get it. I don't like calling I don't, people. I don't like emailing or calling or texting. I don't like I, communication. Actually, I don't. Like I would any prefer of just to either. talk. Me too. Or not. Like yeah. I either want to talk person. to you or I don't. In person. Uh huh. And to get to me in person means that you actually like you know need to be yeah. in the close or to me. I just came friends. in through your open side. Well, door. I told you to come in. It's I true. gave you consent. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I would never. That's so freaky. I was thinking about just making you keys anyway. Okay. Well, I've made it. <laughs> it was like me when I was like, I hate walking downstairs to let people in. So, um, yeah, let us know how we can help, help us help you. And we can figure out a way to do this that's more streamlined. Um, because 
the fact with DMs, like we can't keep up with them. Yeah. And so that's the thing that's hard. So I don't know if maybe it's us doing it once every certain amount of time and then we backlog it, but we want you to be able to like, you know, send in as things are happening in your life. We don't mm -hmm. want you to like wait for that when you can just email. So, oh, and then our final segment. Our final segment is, but are they wrong? And that's when we pick someone. We both nominate an individual or group of things that uh, is happening in pop culture in the news. And we share if they're, well, we, they're always wrong, to be honest. Those people are always wrong. Yeah. They've been heavily vetted. Yeah. We're burning, burning them at the stake. Mm -hmm. So, and not in like a, you know, wrongfully accused which way. In a fuck you bitch way. Mm -hmm. I do love bitch as a term of endearment, though. So the favorite, my favorite part is that all of you get to vote on who you think was wrong in every situation for all of the segments. And you do that by heading over to our Instagram and we post stories the day after the episode comes out. So these episodes come out on Thursday. The votes usually go up on Friday. Sometimes they go up a little bit later, but they will always be up before Monday. Or yeah. Very early on. Monday. And I do want to say Fisting Friday may come out a little bit late just because it's the day after a holiday this year. So Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It may like not come out on Friday. It might come out on Saturday. We we are we it's we're on holiday time, everybody, okay? Yeah. Just it's holly jolly and drink some cocoa and enjoy the shit. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And then on Fisting Friday, we release an episode this time, maybe on Saturday. Well, we read the results of last week's episode so you can see where you fell um, among that. And sometimes we have updates or people who have like their own input for all that stuff. And we get some more viewpoints and we just talk shit, which yeah. is also what we're going to do here. Oh, yeah. So should we hop into it? Let's do it. So I have a personal one this week. Ooh, la la. I know. Look at me. And I literally thought of it in the car ride over. And I don't know why it took me so long because I think I legitimately used like, would I be wrong if when I was talking to Mots about this and it just like didn't ring any fucking bells like earlier this week. So I had a doctor's appointment on Friday and up until maybe like Thursday night, I was under the impression like I assumed it was my cardiologist appointment and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's it. what you told me. Uh-huh. Got to get the heart monitor tested. Like, you see were if like, I can do that. I'm going to make them do this. Uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> I literally left here <laughs> you were with a fucking plan. I was yeah. like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And you're like, okay, great. Good for you. Got it. And I was like, no, this is what I'm doing. And I'm sorry if anyone can hear that I'm wearing overalls. So then like do the check-in the night before and it's like, oh, for your, and nobody come for me for the fucking pronunciation. I'm I can't pronounce anything. Uh, pulmonologist, pulmonologist, pul I don't know, pulmonary, your lungs. Mm -hmm. And it's that doctor. And I was like, what? Like, I knew I had a follow-up appointment that was supposed to set six weeks after the initial one. And I was like, okay, that was like weird. I, you know, I didn't know that that was that, what that was going to be. But okay, cool. And as I was like getting ready for the appointment, I was telling him, I was like, oh, I really don't want to go. Like, I don't even remember, like, what the fuck are we doing on this appointment? He was like, oh, well, you know, it's like probably the other stuff that like you were supposed to do. And I had the impression that the other things that he ordered was a high altitude simulation test and um, a couple of other like breathing rehab test sort of things. And I was like, I thought that like I would have to do that somewhere else, but like maybe they just weren't prepared for the first appointment. And like, that's what I go back and do. And I was like, okay, well, at least I will like get something out of this appointment. I get there. And they insisted I like set the appointment the day I had my last one. And they're like, you know, calling to confirm. Really wanted to cancel because I was just so fucking tired, but I didn't. And I 
get there begrudgingly. <laughs> and the doctor's like probably 30 minutes like late to see me, which is fine. That's I'm how okay it with it. That's how it is. But he's like very nice. The whole office is really kind. And he sits down. He's like looking at the chart. And he's like, okay, so like, let's like, let's see what's what's going on. And he like starts to kind of like look a little bit confused. And then he goes, so did you do the like, did you do, did you do the high altitude simulation test? And I was like, no. He's like, did they call you? And I was like, no. He's like, what? And he was like, did you do the, like, and list all the things that I like assumed we were doing that day. And I was like, no, am I not doing that here? And he was like, no, that's like at a whole different location with like different doctor, different appointments. Like that's a whole other thing. And he was like, I don't know what's going on. And then he like, it's like going through the file and looking and he's like, okay, so these were all like they, cause he's like, did you, I was like, maybe I missed a call. Like, I don't know. But like, usually as someone who screens all of her phone calls, mm -hmm. usually a, it will say that where like it's coming from the hospital or it's coming from like might be blah, blah, blah. But also like I'm, I'm, I'm on their app. Like they'll send notifications. They'll also send text messages. If they tried to call you, they'll leave voicemails. And I was like, I don't think I have anything. He like looks through the file and is like, okay, well, it says that these were canceled. And he's like, I didn't cancel them. Um, okay, I'm going to like go to the front desk and like talk to them. And they're like, well, he, they all said that like they did the order and you have a PPO. So your insurance like wouldn't have like, I don't think your insurance would have like canceled this at all. Like it's pretty right, like routine. I don't think they're not going to cover it. So I sat there and then he like went and like talked to them for a while and then like left and then came back. And so like, I've probably been in that room for an hour. And then he was like, okay, well, let's do like, did we do a walk exercise like last time? And I was like, no. Or they just take your blood pressure and you like walk around with a pulse ox on your finger. You walk around like briskly the office. I did it twice. First time I had like dangerously low blood ox um, levels. It turns out that's the rain ounce. My hands had no circulation. Mm -hmm. So they were just. So does that mean when you're at home too? It's So he off? said that like I did it again and it's like you need to like, you know, blow on my finger a couple times. like get it like a little bit warmer and then not having it, my hands be down. They like need to be up. So when I'm at home, they're usually like up. And by the time that I'm taking them, I'm usually like fucking overheated as shit. So it's never been dangerously low before. So it was tracking way lower than it had. And he's like, well, your heart is like going absolute like berserk. Like this like makes total sense. Like this is your heart affecting your like your breathing. Like this is exactly what we thought. So I do all of that. And then he just like writes in my file that he thinks that the cardiologist should like do more or whatever. And then he's like, so I've reordered all of those things. and um. Don't make an appointment today for the follow up. Like, let's like wait on it until like we get all of that stuff. And I'm like, but is it even going to happen? Like, are they going to call me? Am I going to find out? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he seemed honestly like really confused. And part of me, like my my uh, conspiracy theory mind, I go, did my cardiologist cancel these? Like, I don't know if he even could, but like did he write something in my chart that then would have made my insurance be like, I don't think that we need to do this aspect of it. Or it was just some fucking fluke and error. But would I be wrong for days later, dare I say almost a week later, sending an email or giving them a call, it's going to be an email, and being like, hi, can I be reimbursed for the almost $80 I spent for this, not counting gas? Absolutely not. It took me an hour to get there, an hour and 30 minutes to get home. 
Yeah, I would ask to be reimbursed. And I would like to get to the... Because, like, they don't show in their appointment thing who canceled it. There should be, like, a something because mm-hmm. somebody would have had to cancel it. So there should be a note about who canceled it well, that's in the what, system. I don't... And that's what I wonder if it was, like, it wasn't their office because that's why like, he walked out, though. And, like, yeah. he was, like... He felt like I could tell like he was a little bit annoyed and like was kind of like, well, it wasn't my people who did this. And so I think like whatever it was, like someone put a block in this and then nobody then notified me or notified their office to be like, oh, if this appointment was for reading the results, like I don't know what the fuck this like all this shit is about. It was like you need to set an appointment six weeks later. Like, you know, I would have assumed if it was a secondary like office I would have to go to they would call me like what what it should have happened and then if it didn't I was like oh I guess I'm doing it here and the fact that like nobody reached out and they're, they're so communicative like I love this hospital like I love like all everyone there and it's just like a little weird because a I don't like that one cardiologist but then two I don't like you know insurance in general but I'm like who fucked up here and who's gonna give me my money yeah back? yeah I would definitely figure it out okay that makes me feel better because I can't even it was an all day fucking activity. My appointment was at like, I don't know, like I think I had to get there at 1245 for like a 115 appointment. So by the time I was driving, it's like 330, mm-hmm. like rush hour fucking traffic. Like it's and there's no they don't validate parking there. So it's a $12 parking. Yeah, I'd ask for all of it. Bet. Great. Cool. I would do it. Yeah, I had similar, but not in a health wise, but yeah. in I have um, a food that gets delivered to me every couple months that I enjoy. And I had canceled mine for this month because I didn't need any more. Yeah. And I have like, they send like a text thing and it's like, hey, your order's coming up. Do you want this? And I was like, and I said, no. Mm-hmm. And then it said, okay, confirmed your next delivery will be in February. So I was looking through my email and there was a receipt that I had been charged for it. And I was like, no, I canceled this. What happened? So then I emailed them and I was like, here's the text message that showed. And they're like, oh, well, we've already sent it out. And I was like, but I don't need it. I don't want this it. This is your bad. Why yeah. am I paying for your exactly. mistake? Exactly. Because it's like $70. Yeah. And they're like, well, we can't like get in touch with the shipping people. And I was like, that's not my problem. No. I have a receipt showing that I don't need this. It's going to go bad. Yep. There's no room for shit. Yeah. It's just so fucking annoying. And especially because like you prepay for like these Mm -hmm. appointments. So like you don't pay at the end of the appointment. You pay at the beginning, which like I don't have an issue with. Like I also like will do prepay. Like I can pay on my phone before I even get there. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Like the less contact, like the better for me. But like, (laughs) you know. It's just like it's not it's the money and the time and gas like there's a lot that and also like mentally you were preparing for Mm -hmm. one thing and it wasn't that. No. And it's just like so it's just it's very frustrating. And also like I really like that doctor and all that. I'm like I also wasted your time Mm -hmm. like and like and he just kind of came up with something for you to do while you were there. And I was like you know this is like we both know that this is like pretty fucking useless. And even Mm -hmm. after the first appointment it's pretty fucking useless. And like, if I had had totally normal tests and all of that shit before, they probably would have been like, oh, you don't need to do a follow-up appointment. And instead I'm like, so now I'm going to have to do all of this all over again. Right. So I'm just like annoyed as shit. So I'm going to ask for my money back. Good for you. 
it's just too fucking expensive. Yeah. And I had a LASIK appointment that that I had done for like this week to do it, like to see if I'm qualified to get like a touch up for it. And the payment for that appointment is $50. And then the cost to get it done again would be anywhere between $500 to like $2,000. And I canceled it because I'm just like, no, I already spent 70, like mm-hmm. I already spent all this fucking money. And then I'm spending a lot of money, which I will talk about in uh, my <laughs> uh, Rachel of the week. And I'm like, look at me now. I'm like, I'm financially well, like I'm I'm doing fine financially, but like no matter what, like health insurance and shit is so fucking expensive. We're all making sacrifices because we actually can't pay for everything. Yeah. So like we have to make choices and sacrifices there, which like is fucked up. Like we shouldn't have to do that. And like I made a sacrifice for this, like give me my money back. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, you're not wrong. Thank get your you. money. I'm going to get it. All right. Mine this week is a hot take. Oh, I love it. Here's my Thanksgiving hot takes. First of all, when I wake up, I'm going to be watching the Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade uh-huh. and I'm going to be cooking and I don't want to be bothered. Those are, you know, yeah. what I'm after. I've already been preparing mm-hmm. all night and I've probably only slept three hours anyway. Yep. On Thanksgiving, I should only be seeing low vibrational plates if you're posting them on Instagram. If you don't know what that means, that's your problem. No salad. That's taking up room for what? Those That's a Wednesday food and a Friday. Actually, not even Friday. You shouldn't be eating the salad again until Monday. If spe- Specifically, if I see a Caesar salad, yeah. if I see a cheesy salad with croutons, jail. Also, if I see a chopped salad with salami, no. Where? what are you doing? You at the deli? No, you're not. No. No. Moving on. Macaroni and cheese should always be made in the oven. And I, I mean, I know this is again to you, but no breadcrumbs. Again, that's taking up room on Thanksgiving. I, you okay. can have it like at a steak. I don't want them to think that I am like only macaroni and cheese breadcrumbs. No, no. I told Melissa completely. We had it's a- on. No, it's on record. Oh, okay. It came out last Tuesday. Okay, everybody. But just know that like I just need a crispy top. So if yeah. you're not able to get your cheese crispy, you better throw some breadcrumbs on there because I don't want... I don't want like the entire layer is just like a a a, a wop of I macaroni want, and cheese. I want the wop underneath. Exactly, but I can't have I don't the whole want it wop. on the top. It needs to be a little dry. Mm-hmm. Um, Otherwise, we'll just have fucking frozen mac I'll, and cheese. And I should have prefaced this in saying that I can't eat most of the things that I'm going to be <laughs> oh, listing. Yeah. No, but, but that these doesn't are just mean my, you shouldn't have opinions. But I have on opinions them. when I could eat them. These are still my opinions. Yeah, and like you still are, and like, I still the number make one. them yeah. for other people. Yeah, no, yes. your voice actually should be the loudest for this, regardless yeah. if you can eat it or not. Right. Also, four cheese, four cheese minimum. Turkey, terrible meat unless it's thinly sliced and on a sandwich as deli meat. But on Thanksgiving, I'm going to eat that shit. Yeah, no, I will shit talk turkey every single day. But if you decide to not make it on Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I love turkey. Yeah, also ham only for Christmas. Mm. I love ham, mm. but... Christmas. It is. You eat it on a roll of potatoes. Huh? Green bean casserole should only be made on Thanksgiving. No, <laughs> no other day of the year. And also the onions that come in the little can, that crispy French, whatever the fuck it is. No. Make your own. Just no. They look good though. They. Ew. I've never had them. They're they very oily. Oh. They're crunchy but oily. No. This may upset some of my palm colored brother and sister and and the men's sweet potato pie is superior to pumpkin pie, even though I dislike both of them. Um, <laughs> Me coming up with all of my opinions. <laughs> Better Thanksgiving pie is pecan pie. 
as apple rank third for you or does it rank above pumpkin and sweet potato? Apple to me is like the wish version of a Thanksgiving pie. I make a great apple pie and I'm going to try and make it gluten-free this year. Apple pie, delicious. But like breaking in Thanksgiving, like I can have apple pie any day of the fucking year. You love a nut. I I love a nut. I don't love a nut. So like I'm here to respect you and like your nut ways. And to continue on my my nut liking of things, uh, candy yams are better than sweet potato casserole. And if you don't know the difference, that's your problem. Big Brussels sprouts, they've they've been, like, the last 10 years, Mm -hmm. everybody just suddenly loves Brussels sprouts. I don't know. Like, in the 90s, that was, like, a thing where, like, people would be like, ugh, disgusting. I'm not eating Brussels sprouts. And then last 10 years, they became the thing. And I'm here to say that their cousin, cabbage, smothered cabbage, is way better. Justice for cabbage, all seasons, every time of year. Yes. Like, cabbage is... That girl. So good all the fucking time. Cabbage can transform. Like, yes. cabbage can be whatever the fuck you it want can her to be. be. Whatever She's the, a shapeshifter. Yes. I love And there, I mean, Brussels sprouts are just baby cabbages that mm-hmm. have not got their full flavor yet. Cabbage yep. is where the flavor is. I love both. Okay. Collard greens. Wash them, first of all. Because <laughs> I, I ordered some, some collard greens a couple weeks ago, and they were not washed. Gritty. Yeah, like, you could taste yep. it. It's like sea that was it scallops, the kind of seafood where yeah. you can get sand in them. Like yes. they can get gritty. And they should be cooked in ham hocks and pork back. And they should be soft, not crispy. And I don't want to see a fucking cranberry in some collard greens. Who puts cranberries in collard When I when I first moved to LA, that is some I shit. saw it a couple times and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> no. And it was like kind of crispy. No, Mm-mm. no, absolutely no. not. That is what kale is for. Exactly. And don't get us started no, on kale. No, big kale. <laughs> the only breads that you should be having at Thanksgiving are either cornbread, no jalapenos, yeast bread, but the superior bread is... Hawaiian rolls. Exactly. <laughs> Justice for Hawaiian <laughs> rolls today and every day. Uh-huh. Mashed potatoes on Thanksgiving should be smooth, no chunks, and should be served with brown gravy. This is not the time to be putting cheese. It's not the time to be getting jazzy with the little chunks and, like, little pieces of the skin. No, that's a summer that's potato. That's a summer potato. That's another, any other time potato. Thanksgiving potatoes, brown gravy, I should specify, only. Yeah, no, the the, the skin on the potato, that's the potato summer hat. Uh-huh. Take take her hat off right we're indoors it's the holidays it is the holiday season holidays have some decorum (laughs) cornbread dressing is better than stuffing is that the same i've never heard of that is that just like stuffing but like the base instead of bread is cornbread it's mixed in there but it's different like it's cooked different it's prepared Mm. different if you have problems with that, argue with your mom. I don't know what to tell I like you. That. Sounds good. It's delicious. I'm gonna try to make it gluten free. So if we're it, gonna be if doing a lot of experimenting. It's gonna be year. experimenting this year. This is the time to do it. it is Christmas it is. is not the time for experimentation. No, I'll come no, back no, with no. my Christmas hot thought. My hot thoughts. <laughs> hot thoughts later. Hot thoughts. Dinner on Thanksgiving should start at three p.m. Uh huh. I know. I I figured you'd be well. No, I'm not against it. Like from a concept, but as somebody, as someone with ADHD who is not good at time management, 
That's it's just gonna be very hard. hard for it's gonna me. be hard this year, especially because we're recording on Wednesday because we had to move it. But dinner three p.m. Then you the itis sets in. You go take your nap, and then we reconvene at six p.m. From leftovers. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I they I, haven't been put up. They're still. That's the best because it's been marinating a little bit. They, they still have the tin foil the, just all the that's entire when the macaroni oven. is actually at no, that's its the best. best. <laughs> oh, it's the best part because it, it's not like the, the cheese isn't sliding mm-hmm. off like the spoon. It like, gets yeah. just. I mean, I'm not eating macaroni cheese. I mean, I'm not. But like, but like you, you want a spoon at that point when it mm-hmm. first is served. Like, yeah. Mm. Oh, it's so fucking good. We're not watching Christmas films. You can start watching your Christmas movies tomorrow. None on Thanksgiving. I already started. I know you did. <laughs> Cranberry sauce, non-negotiable. Out of the can or fresh, it's delicious. And I want to be bathed in it. Can I tell you the cranberry sauce that I grew up with? What? And I want to say that this was something that was done throughout like the an entire circle of people. It is a cranberry sauce that the only way I can describe it is um, separated. When you're trying that is not to, cranberry no, sauce. When you're trying to like combine like something together and then it goes, oh no, it's seized up and now it's just like this weird mm-hmm. lumpy chunky thing. No. It's that. And can I tell you the forward flavor? Orange peel. It is just the orange amount of pe- orange zest. It's orange just the peel. peel. Orange peel is supposed to be like a like a like a little mm, but uh, it's not the main no, it's can- called cranberry sauce, not orange sauce. It looks like a sunset. The mix of orange as well as the cranberry color. And um, like you could make like your your orange chicken in it. Lit- uh, honestly, it'd be fucking great for that. <laughs> but it then throws in what every hippy dippy California household had to throw in to anything made from 2000 to now. They put it in guacamole here. Pomegranate seeds. I have never seen guacamole with pomegranate seeds oh my- in it. Have you been to the West Side? <laughs> No, have you been to a have you been to a Mexican restaurant chain that is Here's not the thing. Uh, I don't I don't fuck with non-authentic Mexican food. I'm sorry, there's one that does make some really good gluten-free Ooh. stuff. Tokaya. Tokaya, I'm not coming for you. I know that you put pomegranate seeds on your guacamole and like I can look past it. You know what? I've ordered from Tokaya. That's where I used to get my family meals yeah. from. But I never got the guac because I was like, it's gonna go bad. The guac is good. I just like, and there's not, it's not mixed in. They do like a little garnished pomegranate on top and I go, weird, I'll eat it. But like, I'm not loving it. Well, also Black Friday. No, like sit down, enjoy your family. If you want to enjoy family or sleep, or that's when you can start watching your Christmas movies or football, whatever the fuck you want to do, but preserve your mental health and physical health and those of others uh, and retail workers that don't, some of them don't have a choice to be there. Just like, no, fuck Black Friday. Use your computer like a normal person. Right. Like some people are like, oh, I love the excitement of what? Getting punched in the face. I do have a friend who loves the excitement and it actually is not of getting punched in the face. It's of watching it. She usually just like brings like a drink and stands on the I've outside. I've heard of people doing that, but also like things pop off and I don't, something might pop off. And then somebody's asking for like a witness, and I'm not gonna be there to no, snitch I, on I, people. I didn't see anything. <laughs> right. My eyes were closed the whole time. Mm-mm. No, thank you. And then lastly, and most importantly, fuck the colonizers. There you go. There we go. Yep. 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 That half of my blood that's just pumping through me that's pure evil. Fuck you. So those are my hot takes. What are, I mean. I love it. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um you know, I obviously have already started watching Christmas movies, but I will say, I will say like, 
I, my Christmas thing is like I don't they don't need to be watched on Thanksgiving. Like I I just want like a break. Thanksgiving yeah. is for thank like it's 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 Christmas up to Thanksgiving. Yeah, the, and then it's just a and then it's Thanksgiving window. and then mm-hmm. Christmas. And here's the thing: I don't disagree with that because we have something that often gets overlooked, and that is Thanksgiving episodes of television. Shows. Yes, like and I'm pretty sure Hulu did at one point where like they, they made a fucking playlist of mm-hmm. all of them. So like there you go, you watching the the uh, Modern Family highlights. You're watching the uh, Friends episodes. Like, I, I need those. All day, Modern Family would be fine. Perfect. That's honestly, like, that is, like, it is a Thanksgiving show. Like, uh-huh. they <laughs> they made it, not endorsed by Pilgrims, but, like, yeah, they made they the show made for Thanksgiving. Every every holiday. Yeah. Their no, Halloween episodes. That's what I mean. I'm like, Ugh. I think that, like, we severely criminally underrate the television show holiday stuff and like yeah. we've said this with streaming shows uh-huh. that that's the biggest thing that I miss I'm like I need to know what time of year it is based mm-hmm. on you doing a holiday themed episode so like don't miss out as and I'm a number one Christmas movie fan but like don't neglect you've already done the Halloween episodes of all the TV shows like don't neglect the Thanksgiving episodes like yeah. they're great they're absolutely, absolutely great like chaos fantastic. always ensues mm-hmm. there's always a turkey on fire yes and it's always gonna end up like your food will always look better than what you saw on TV uh-huh it's a good time. Oh, I love it. I literally just love this fucking food. Like, that's all that's I care about. All I care about, too. Is the food. And, like, we're officially in Thanksgiving food season. Mm-hmm. And I can't fucking wait. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you're so not wrong. Thank you. And I thoroughly enjoyed all of that. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> I am hungry, too. All right. So let's take a break. Woo! If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and press on falsies. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good I've even like had it on like ice and been like I'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and I just I love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah I drink mine specifically when I am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. 
This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Yumiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. break and now we're going to read your submissions so i got 20 female have a friend who's engaged and i'm super happy for we work together and everything was great we also have a really hot manager at our job and i recently started hooking up with him nope it's on the down low but she's my friend so she knows well our job had an office party and there were drinks involved 
and she got blackout drunk. I was not there, but the next day, my boss that I'm hooking up with, oh, bitch, you do not mention that the manager is specifically your boss. Yes. Okay. I got that. That's why I said no. Nope. I didn't. I don't know how jobs work. I was not there, but the next day, my boss that I'm hooking up with and another friend of mine that was at the party told me she followed him into the bathroom and tried to hook up with him. I heard nothing from her for like two days, but people at work told me she was laughing and joking about it with other coworkers. I got pissed off and told her fiance, but had a big fight with her in the process too. So am I wrong? No, I love it. (laughs) This whole thing is wrong. Everything about this is wrong. Therefore, PEMDAS, cancel each other out. You can't be wrong because all of it's fucking wrong. From the top to the bottom. Literally, first, inner, outer, last. Like, you're all wrong. So therefore, I don't think you're wrong at all. I think you're absolutely wrong. I don't know. <laughs> hooking up with your boss? Wrong. Yeah, wrong. Telling your coworker you're hooking up with your boss? Wrong. Because at the end of the day, they may be your friend, but they're still your coworker. Yep. Wrong, wrong, wrong. 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 Her trying to hook up with him in a bath. No, oh, first them having this holiday party where it's enough alcohol there for people to get blackout drunk wrong wrong her getting blackout drunk at the holiday party wrong wrong her hooking up with trying to hook up with him in the bathroom wrong on two levels because one she knows that you oh sorry three levels one she knows that you're hooking up with mm-hmm. him two she is hooking trying to hook up with her boss and then three the fiance. Well, and I, can I say four? Go um, ahead. Don't hook up in bathrooms. It's very uncomfortable with the rest of us who are trying to pee or might yes. have had some dairy and are having true, true, a little true. a little tummy issues. Also sanitary. <sighs> and next, all the co-workers talking about it and then her laughing, laughing and kikiing about this. All of this is wrong. And then, yeah, you telling the fiance, right. 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 100% right. Right. So there, there, that. There you go. You are right. You are right. You're right because all of this is so wrong. In a sea of wrong, you did what you had to do. You were pushing it. What What were you expected to do? Just lie down while that happened? You were also right for not going to this party, too. Yeah. Dude, honestly, fuck work ho- holiday parties. Like, I think there's something we fucked can... up about how much money they spend on them, too. Yeah. Well, it's because taxes that's what i mean i'm like you're it's <laughs> you like we're doing this for everyone. all of you i'm like oh you could have actually just given some everyone like a nice holiday bonus yeah. instead actually, you're gonna do this bonuses get taxed more so just okay you could have like slipped some money under our yeah. doors <laughs> or just like paid everybody more to begin with no that's true but i'm like if you want to do something like oh, yeah. special for the holiday season like if you're doing this for you you're not doing this for us mm-hmm. unless you're like you're at a company that like mine if i we have extra, like we get an uh, onslaught of like an extra show at the end of the year and I can't like pay everybody like. Yeah. Well, so you're not like going to use that money to then host a party. Right. Like no, no one I'm wants giving, that. I give money. I don't even give like gifts. I give money yeah. because gifts like. No. Gifts not money in the pocket. No. For like, what? I don't need an evening work obligation uh-huh. that I'm like, I'm not getting paid for this. No. Oh, it's just, it's fun. Is it? No. For what? For who? You know what's fun? Money. Sitting at home and money. That's what's fun. Well, okay. <laughs> this is great. Loki loved that. <laughs> We're doing a great episode right now. This, this is, is a really good top episode. Tier. We're funny. Top tier. I think it's because I took my allergy medication pretty, like, like recently. <laughs> so I'm like, 
My nose, my nasal cavities are dry. My brain is firing off. <laughs> Hi, Eminem. Love the podcast and am a longtime listener. I am 24-year-old female, she, her, who has never been in a relationship. I have had very little dating experience, but I would say I am very career-focused and picky with who I surround myself with. I don't see a problem with the standards I have, and I don't really want a relationship actively unless at the moment unless someone I really like came along. The problem is every time I see a family member or friend, they ask if I'm dating someone. Even my parents' friends ask my parents, and when they say she's single, they tell my parents I probably have a secret partner. I've even had an aunt ask why I've never had a partner and if I'm lying. Am I wrong for thinking this is totally inappropriate to be questioned constantly on? I'm in a fantastic career and working hard on myself. And it's really discouraging when all I'm ever question when all I'm ever questioned on is my dating history. It makes me feel as if I should have a partner just due to the pressure, which I know is totally wrong. Thank you. You guys make my week so much better. Smiley face emoticon. Well, you're not wrong about that. That we make your week so much better. And I don't you're yeah. not wrong about anything else. I me being older than you get still get I get asked this I mean I have had partners that were secret that I didn't tell people about yeah, just because so I don't like people in my business they have probable cause to yeah think you might be lying again. yes but but also like I'm not currently in a relationship or am I um <laughs> and I get asked this all all the time it doesn't stop even I'm older doesn't stop it gets on my nerves and now I just start cussing people out. So there's my solution. Yeah, my solution is either you do that or you then turn around on other people and it's like, oh, are you still working that like really crappy job? Mm-hmm. Like I would just turn it around to be like, oh, that thing, that thing, that one thing that you're lacking in your life. Like I see all of the great things you're doing. Like let's focus on that one thing also, that you don't have right now. Also, a lot of people that ask these questions hate their partners. No, it's true. It's very true. I don't think I've ever asked anyone like, oh, have you been like dating anyone? Because I'm like, first of all, if you had good tea, if like it was fun, like you tell me. And like, mm-hmm. I assume if you haven't told me, like, yawn, boring. Like, mm-hmm. I don't need to ask. Like, whatever. But I also think that there is um, an underutilized tool in that I would like to say is the Lars and the real girl method. Freak them out. Freak them out. That's not what Lars did, which honestly, great movie. And don't understand this reference. Take a blow up doll or a fake doll and bring it around and goes, this is my new partner. Oh, I like that. Freak them the fuck out to the point where they're like, uh, what? Like, you know, I'm we're not one for like roping people into uh, fetishes non-consensually. This is not a fetish. This is a lie. And that is very different. Yes. You're allowed to lie to people without their knowledge uh-huh. or without their consent because mm-hmm. that's how lying works. My brother-in-law is convinced that I have a full family here. And maybe you do. And I was like, well, come visit. If that's what you believe, if that's, what that's you on believe. you. Mm-hmm. I, it's not my responsibility to change no. your narrative. Mm-mm. He constantly thinks I'm lying. Who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's fucking annoying. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And do whatever you need to do to cope with it. I will say, though, it is like so rooted in the patriarchy and like just like women are young for like, oh, my God, you have to get married and have babies and blah, blah, blah. But that will always be there. But even then when you get a relationship, then it's like, oh, what's the other thing that you have? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the other thing that you're lacking that? Like, let's yeah. ask about this. When uh-huh. are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? Like, when is, it's never enough. And it's usually because people hate their lives. I'm getting married and having a kid next year. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Congratulations. When are you getting married? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay. 
Hi, so I'm in law school, 23 she, her, and I'm in a very red state coming from a city that was very liberal and just pretty great. Mm. I left because I needed the personal growth and I got accepted, so I came. But I wanted to ask if I'm in the wrong for not liking a classmate, 24-ish she, her, let's call her Monica, who is so rude and condescending and disrespectful and just has a shitty personality, but that everyone let slide because she was a childhood cancer survivor. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm sorry, I can't. Like, I, I, I'm not laughing at childhood cancer, obviously, okay? My opinion is that I treat everyone with respect until I don't get that back. And she was a bitch at one point in class and just so unaware of how fucking rude she is. I added the fucking. I'm so sorry. That was, I took creative you liberties. Fe- you felt the- I felt it. I can feel your passion through the message. And I just didn't think that that should give you a pass. So am I wrong for thinking that just because she survived that I don't have to excuse her shitty personality? My peers think I'm wrong, but she's always making unnecessary comments in class, eating loudly, capitals, talks down to everyone. And one day I walked in and she hijacked the class monitors, not a thing you're supposed to do, and was blasting Christmas music. I can give the whole story if you want. And I was like, I don't think we should be doing this. Can we turn this off at 8 a.m.? And she went, well, I know you're a Grinch. And it immediately made it uncomfortable for everyone. And as the only non-white person in the room, they all thought I was overreacting. Love you both. Longtime listener, first-time writer. Here's the thing. Being a bitch is being a bitch. Being a cunt is being a cunt. Like, being an asshole is just being an asshole. You can get cancer and simultaneously be a really bad person. Mm -hmm. You can have survived cancer and be a really bad person. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, like, if we think of, like, horrible people of their times... You think of people who are like horrible. I'm I don't know off the top of my head how like Stalin died, but like, you know, people die mm-hmm. from things or they get sick, they have all the shit like the fucking that doesn't discriminate like any anyone yeah. is, is is capable for that. And when it comes to overcoming something and surviving something, that also doesn't automatically make you a good person. Like right. Because in turn, it would mean that like, oh, you survived because you're a good person. And then everyone else who died was a bad person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no, that's like literally not how it works. It's super irrelevant. I do want to know how you know this because like she clearly tell goes around telling that people. That feels like a little like weaponized where it's like, it's one thing if it's like, oh, like, by the way, like, blah, blah, blah. But then I'd be like, I'm sorry, what I, d- does does the childhood cancer survivor want to then be known forever that it's like we let it slide because she had cancer as a child like does she want that because if she wants that that's even like that makes you even more of a bitch like otherwise like you're just like literally clueless because everyone's been coddling you yeah i co-sign everything you said i'm trying not to get canceled so i'm not gonna add anything on but like just being like you said you're Trauma does not excuse your bad behavior. It might be like a reason for it, but it's not an excuse. Yeah. And like from the examples you gave, she just sounds like annoying. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't seem like she's like a from this. It doesn't sound like she's a malicious or mean person. You might have more examples where it's like really clear that she's like a fucking cold, like hearted bitch. And it's like so mean and manipulative. But like you don't have to like everybody regardless of what they've been through in your life. You don't need to like anybody. No, I low key think that sometimes being boring and being annoying are actually like the worst traits like I'd rather you be a cunt Mm -hmm. like but like if you're boring or annoying like I can't do anything with that like you're ruining my day and like I can't even I'm gonna get irrationally angry at you for something that like is not as big of a deal but like it will ruin my life like it's just not it and I the nicest people in the world 
can still be annoying as hell and you don't want to be their friend. I'm sure there are a lot of like wonderful, amazing activists who are like amazing and wonderful and great. Like if I got in a room with Malala, I don't think we'd have much to talk about. No. I think she's wonderful and great, but I can appreciate, no, no, but I can appreciate from afar. And I'm like, people who've gone through all of these like amazing things, I'm like, I'm going to read your book. I'm going to do all of this stuff. But like, do I think, and also if I think about this sense, I'm like, do I think you're going to like me? Right. Do I, am I going to be me? If if I can't be, have my personality and feel like I have to like filter it for you to like be whatever is like acceptable in this idea of what, even if it's, you haven't done anything to me, but I think that this is how I've treated you. Like that's not fun for any of us mm-hmm. at all. So no. And I think it's pretty shitty if everybody like Excuses agrees, is, well also agrees and thinks that she's like annoying or a bitch or like the fucking worst. But everyone's like, well, we have to be nice to her because like she had cancer. Like I think that makes other, I think that's that so much fucking worse. worse. I think it's so much fucking worse. Yeah. And if I were her, I'd be like, if I was the girl, I'd be like pissed as fuck to find out that I'm like, oh, all of you hate me. You let it slide and you let me be this fucking annoying. And I could have pivoted my personality. Like I could have learned this. Like I'm not like, because hijacking a computer and like turning on like music and all of that. Like, it's just why? Like, Mm -hmm. Like why? I would be upset that people didn't let me give me the opportunity to like grow and evolve and like become a, a a person that is like seen as a whole person, not just like as a survivor. Right. So I don't think you're wrong. No, you're not. I've been through some shit. Like I'm not a cancer survivor, but like I'm still a cunt. Right. Like trauma doesn't like make you. you exactly. A lot of people a don't. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't like me. And like, and then people that I find very annoying like me. And I'm like, why? Yeah. And like, what, what, why are we lying to ourselves? That's the beauty of life is that we get to pick and choose what, who and what we like. And sometimes the people you, you don't like have been through some shit. Mm-hmm. And then some people you like, you're like, you're a horrible person. You've never been through anything and you're completely out of touch. And you're like, but I love this. Yep. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying watching your life. So you're not wrong. No. All right. Next one. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Love the podcast and both of you. Here's my issue. I'm a 22-year-old female, she, her, and I'm a horseback rider. People that know me know about the riding, but it's not really something I bring up in conversation ever unless asked about my my hobbies specifically. Despite this, guys that date me, guys that I hook up with, always talk about wanting me to ride them Often using cringy statements like, I want you to ride me like your horse, etc. This irks me out because A, I think it's weird, and B, no one asks if I enjoy being on top. Dude, horse girls? <laughs> I'm not done. Are fucking <laughs> fight in the trenches fighting against these assumptions. Yeah. I'm sorry. And the next part is not funny, um, but just the way that you wrote that was funny. You had to know. I actually physically can't really be on top. I have a labrum issue in my hips that causes severe pain during sex and even during actual horseback riding. I get that it's fetishized, but am I wrong for hating that everyone expects me to do it? Am I wrong for not wanting to? I also have confrontation issues, so I struggle with saying that no and oftentimes put up with it just to avoid conflict, but I don't enjoy being on top. And I'm always nervous to do it because I feel bad at it. I love you guys so much. Any suggestions, tips for putting up with this will help. 
first of all, the fact that people say it is like weird if you really think about I, it. I was today years old when I found out that horse girls were fetishized for riding horses. And so which makes riding sense. me like a horse. Like, okay, paint me like a French girl. Ride me like a horse. Yeah. I'll kick you in the ass. Like, it's weird. Like, it's because so it's it, weird. because like in turn, it means that they think you get turned on by riding your horse. It's implied bestiality. Yes. Like, it's gross. Uh-huh. This is so fucking weird. It's, it's like, who is saying, like, in a serious ma- manner, like, ride me like your soul cycle bike? Like, you're not <laughs> saying that. Like, do you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. that's not even an animal involved. Like, uh-huh. it should be, it's weirder when you throw an animal in there, but, like, no one's gonna be like, yeah, like, ride me like your mountain bike. Like, ride me like your BMX bike. Like, no, they're weird. Nope, throw an animal in there, like, yeah. <sighs> Ride me like Black Beauty. <laughs> Ride me like Sea Biscuit. I can only imagine. Call me Sea Biscuit. I can only imagine some black girl that is a horse girl, and you no. know that she's been called Black Beauty by some white dude that thinks he's so down and so woke. And I hope you beat his ass. Yeah. I hope you. What's it called when a yeah. horse goes up on his front legs and then kicks back? Uh-huh. That. I hope you went full horse cosplay and like (laughs) trampled him. (laughs) I hope you stampeded his ass. Oh Oh. my God. This is so, like, I've never even thought about this. I've never thought, I mean, why would I think about it? But like, yeah, first, I think maybe I just, I'm just thinking of like the horse girls gathering and being like, ask me to ride, but they never ask me how I like to be ridden. That's what it is. It literally is. No, you need like a horse girl. Like you need to like get in your horse girl community and like have a horse girl like meeting. Because I'm sure a lot of your hips hurt. That's like par for the course with the... A chef doesn't want to come home and make dinner. Right. I've been riding all day and you want me to hop on that dick? Mm -hmm. And perform... And like it's not the same. Like I... Like honestly, I might be petty at one point. I go, okay, cool. I'll show you. And then like... I don't know shit about horseback riding. So, like, I'm going to bring a lasso. Like, I'm going to, like, I'm gonna literally say, make it, like, a cartoon. I've got, um, I'm not, like, into horses. So, I don't know what the little thing is that you hold. The, the saddle. Reins? The reins. I'm going to tie a rein around your neck. I think someone's going to like this. Somebody probably does like no, that. No, but I'm going to fucking like, nail. up. I'm going to nail horseshoes to your fucking feet. I'm going to give you those. <laughs> I'm going to give you metal permanent claws. And then I'll be like, I have to get on your back. It's not even your dick. So, what now? Honestly, I mean, yeah, you just got to block people immediately. These people are like, it's not only just like weird and gross, but like I, I'm i a little wary that these people are um, diving into bestiality. Yeah, I would maybe just like when the horse conversation comes up and say like, yeah, I love, you know, horseback riding, but it's been kind of, you know, bad on my hips. It hurts a little bit. And then when we move to the bedroom, they won't ask. Or you just gaslight them and you're like, well, you don't like straddle a horse and you ride it. Like you put a chair there and you just like sit. Like just like you just there's these like things that you built oh, on the saddle. horses. That's what you're talking about. But no, no, but you like just gaslight them and lie about it. It's like, no, it's like there's like a recliner chair. It's kind of like you put a lazy boy on top and it like wears this kind of like smock dress. Mm-hmm. And I do that. Or like you can do one where you're vertical where I'm just like laying down. And it's just suddenly like you're describing like just like laying on a horse, like planking on a horse. That's very cool. And that's what you do. You should bring planking back. Remember that for fra- phase. Honestly, like face down, ass mm-hmm. up. Maybe that's what you do. And you're like, that's how 
how do you want to have sex? And then tell them that's how you ride horses. Sometimes I want to be the horse, you know? That's what I'd say. And then you can be face down, ass up, and then he rides you from the back. I think immediately what you say is, like, ride me like a horse. Just mm-hmm. say, can I peg you? And then Ooh, see what that's they good. That's a good one, too. There you could go. be fun. Fun could ensue. Fun could ensue. Or embarrassment. Either Which way. Which is equally fun. Mm-hmm. To you. So, they get what they deserve. Either you want to be pegged or you don't want to be pegged. Right. That's not what horse girls can do for you, but what you can do for horse girls. Right. So, any other horse girls, if you've got advice... If you've got a community, I don't know if there's like they, a there's a, face, sig- there's a Facebook group. I know that because back when like Facebook groups were trying to like rebrand themselves, they were having those ads all around town. And there was like an actual one for like the horse girls. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, I know that the horse girls in our in our community, like all of you are like you've got terms that you have with each other. I don't know if you all know each other, but like I what I've heard is that the horse community is small. So I'm thinking like, you know, you guys need to have a conversation together. and. Put a stop to these, to these men. These fantasies. Because they, they do really they jack they off have, to see biscuit. Like I, I, I just think need they to know. really think like they think they're like oh she can really ride like this is a girl that can really. It's get the same in. thing when like people are like oh like gymnasts like you're so flexible and it's mm-hmm. like what do you want to do a back handspring on your dick right like what the fuck you want me to do mm-hmm. no I'll vault off your dick I'm sure it'll enjoy that and then I'll show you the episode about from don't blame me of a broken dick. And rippling. Yeah, I'm just like really thinking about this now. Like when men see women ride horses, like are they getting turned on by that? Are that's there a when, lot of creepy spectators similar that's to gymnastics? What I, feel like. I feel like people like get turned on by women riding horses. So in that situation, they look at a horse. They look at this massive creature. I don't creature. think they're looking at the horse. No, no, I but think. I'm saying that in order to view that as something sexual, they're viewing themselves swapped in the place of the yes. horse. And, like, that makes me think that they, like, actually, they might want to, like, you to pop a saddle on them. Probably. Like, if that's you've been why sexualizing us for so long, I think at this point, you're like, feed me some hay. That's why Smack they like ass. to, that's why they like to be, say, like, if they're, they got big dicks, they like to say that I'm hung like a horse. Like, it all, it all goes together. This just in. This just in. Mm. Men want to have sex with horses. They do. They do. They fantasize about horses. They fantasize about fucking horses. Men jack off to see biscuit. Mm-hmm. So all of us, when we were in like middle school, watching those like puberty things, when we had to learn about periods, men were just sitting in a giant circle jerk, watching. Sea biscuit. Wow. Well, you heard it here. <laughs> now we're gonna take another break. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Now it's time for But Are They Wrong? Rachel of the Week. So I would like to nominate Ticketmaster. Nobody is surprised. Should thank Charity. To be fair. Yes, Charity, thank you. Um, but also, it was on my short list um, before you texted me back. Gotcha. You hadn't, you told me you didn't have it. So she texted me and I was like, I really don't care. But Megan probably would. Or this like, was before shit was going down too. And then it was like, oh, now I'm, now I'm mad, mad. So it should um, not be news to anybody that I am a Taylor Swift fan. Been a Swifty. You are through. Oh, <laughs> literally for so long, like like longer than some people have been alive. Like I am, I've been I've been there from from the start. So she released her Eras tour, and she has a concert, SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles, on my fucking birthday. Like she did this for me. This was personal. I see you, Taylor. And what I'm about to say has nothing to do with you. But I would like to fucking nominate Ticketmaster. Because, oh my fucking God, this is a absolute shit show. Shit show. And I have been buying concert tickets for, I don't know, a while. Like, I wasn't that kid who, you know, some people, like, 
have parents who like would get them like they would go to all those concerts as a kid growing up like I had like friends who like you know their parents would take you or you know I've been to a cu- like couple growing up as a kid and usually when I'm buying concert tickets aside from Taylor Swift ones I'm not buying ones that are, I'm not buying BTS tickets I'm not buying hairstyles tickets like I'm not buying tickets where like holy shit this is so fucking hard but Taylor Swift tickets have always been hard to get and one of the things that you know I've done is buy them day of and spend a fuck ton of money, which is not a privilege that everybody has, but like this shit's fucking expensive. So they were supposed to be, there was an original pre, she has all these pre-sales. So the first one is like a verified fan pre-sale where all of this is through Ticketmaster and they send out codes to everybody. You had to pre-register. There was like a time period a couple weeks ago where you had to register for this and you could only have like one per email address, like all of this shit. And so I registered, Mott's registered, like I have other friends who registered and shit. And then the night before the day that the pre-sale tickets were going up, you were going to get an email and a text notification if you got the verified pre-sale. I didn't get it. I got waitlisted. So did Mots. Lots of people, fuck ton of people got waitlisted. And in like the waitlist email, they How were like- How that make you feel? Being waitlisted. It's giving me college. Yep. It's giving me college all over again. Here's the thing. Nobody, unless you're me and you tell people you got waitlisted, but like- I went to Riverside, but like, that's like what I will be known as. And like their acting department, like I didn't have to audition for that. But like, I got waitlisted at like some of like the best, like, you know, acting for film programs, like really great acting schools that like I wanted to go to. And like, that doesn't mean anything to like anyone else. And I'm like, it's like being like, I was one ticket away from winning the lottery. Like, Mm -hmm. that's actually hard. And like, but it gets no credit for this. And so like, this has been a triggering time for me. So I'm so fucking upset, but I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm unhinged. I'm going to go no matter what. Like, I'm going to spend so much money. Like, I will not get endometriosis surgery. Like, I will make poor decisions. Don't do that. I have a financial cushion to be able to decide to do that. Like, so don't take any of my shit as something that you should do. Like, we can only ever think from our own privilege and perspective. Like, it's a privilege that I would say, fuck it. Is it still smart? No, 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 no. Don't give me that look. So, no, it just reminds me of that TikTok sound of like people really. I think I, I don't remember what the exact sound is, but it's like people think that I'm really rich, but bitch, I'm just financially irresponsible. No, like, and I'm not, except for this. Like, yeah, I know you're very like not frugal. Just like we we talked about this yeah. before. You're you're uh financially like I don't know. You put money away. Yeah, you put like, a lot. I'm like a you, big saver you don't I, s- you don't spend a lot of money. No, because I'm not good at math. So like, I don't know how to spend. Mo- I don't know how to like live within my means because like I don't know how to do math. So I just rather but not even spend that. Money. There's people that are bad with math that just go around just spending money no, without no, no, like. No. You're I'm, still budgeting, like, but you're just like yeah. I have a lot of money. Unconscious, <laughs> unconscious budgeting. Yeah, no, I've got I've got a lot of weird mental hangups with money and then also I have my own brain issues. So th- those things. So like, I know that this is like the one thing that like I will, I will spend like all this fucking money for. Like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to happen. And like, I've stressed that to like moths and all of that shit. But that's like not the case, obviously, for everybody. But then, um, you know, the tickets are popping up on resale sites uh, already and they're like $12,000. Like, and I was like, whoa, okay, hold up. Like, yeah, I will make a stupid financial decision, but like, I can't, no, it can't be that. Like, that's, that's un, unfucking hinged. So again, these tickets have always been hard to get. Her tickets have always had like a really fucking hard time, but now there's Ticketmaster. So I got waitlisted. All these other fucking other people got waitlisted. And in the email, they were like, 
unprecedented time. So many people registered. It's like, bitch, the registration was done weeks ago. You knew how many people registered. Either open it up immediately and say like, we're going to actually do more pre-sale tickets here or say after the registration, hey, we're just know that like less people are going to get them. So, so many people didn't get them. And then lots of fucking people got the email confirmation, never got their code texted. So they got the that verified presale, but they never got the code. Did they run out of numbers? I mean, maybe. And so then the presale starts. I'm sad, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm mentally and from a distance supporting my comrades currently in the trenches as I wait for my turn 2 p.m. because I'm gonna do the Capital One presale because Mott's. The reason why we're getting married is because he has a Capital One card and a Costco card. Him and I'm like, and, uh, Jennifer Garner, she yeah. had one too. What's in your wallet? I think uh, Samuel L. Jackson yeah, too. He, his is the I he just anytime someone says Capital One, I just hear his voice. Like, <laughs> What's in your wallet? Like in my head. Like that would be a great text uh, sound or a ringtone. So I'm like, okay, cool. Biding my time, waiting my turn. So just know that this was literally supposed to happen today. Like we were like, I was texting Melissa. I was like, might have to start late. Might have to like, depending on what presale I get. Yeah, like, like you told me that a couple of days ago, right? No, I told you that like when I signed up for the pre like that I told you like, yeah. weeks ago, but I'm keeping you updated. And like, I'm like, didn't get that presale. Like capital one, I need to take a break at like before I even get in like to do for the one at 2 p.m. Then they issue another statement on Twitter, Ticketmaster. I will actually read this one. Because I just, looking at this, I was like, you think we're idiots. So like, you think we're fucking, you think I'm fucking stupid? A few updates on the Taylor Swift era's tour on sale. There has been historically unprecedented demand with millions of showing up to buy tickets for the Taylor Swift ticks presale. Bitch, you sent out the presale codes. You know how many presale codes there were. What do you mean it's unprecedented? You gave the numbers. The call is coming from inside the house. Hundreds of thousands of tickets have been sold. If you have already second, if you've already secured tickets, you're all set. Oh, no way. Obviously, thank you. If you're currently in the queue, please hang tight. Queues are moving and we are working to get fans through as quickly as possible. West Coast on sales for Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Santa Clara, and Seattle are originally scheduled for 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time will now take place at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Queues will open 30 minutes prior. The Capital One on sale has been rescheduled tomorrow at 2 p.m. local venue time. All pre-sale codes and links sent via text will still work at that time. Thank you for your patience as we continue managing this huge demand. You literally, it's like you asked us to sign up for an email list and then you go, oh my gosh, we got so many emails. How, how could we have known? You, you asked, we did it. What the fuck do you mean? Like there are people like I, my friend Kaylee was like in line on the queue for fucking hours and hours. It kept booting her out, starting refresh. Suddenly 2000 people are ahead, 100 people, like blah, blah, blah. Finally glitched and she was able to get in no tickets left like just awful shitty tickets she bought two and was like okay cool that's what it is like it's just a fucking mess and i just know that i'm with i'm in good company because do you know who else is also currently struggling with this oh aoc tweeted daily reminder that ticketmaster is a monopoly it's merger with live nation should never been approved they need to be reined in <laughs> break them up literally break them the fuck up so what happens now is beyond the fact that like this shit, it, it's like the actual like infrastructure of this is like a shit show. And they like, for some reason, like aren't prepared to handle something that they prepared to handle with all the numbers that they knew that they had. They do this thing called dynamic pricing, which means that when their tickets are in really fucking high demand, the prices automatically go up. So 
artists can opt out of dynamic pricing. It's a relatively newer thing. So, you know, some artists might not know whatever. It might be sold to them on this like really like, okay, it's 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 within reason, like whatever. But there are people who are able to get pit tickets for $400. And there are people who got nosebleeds for $2,500 each. Not resale, like through mm-hmm. Ticketmaster official. And it's just awful. So they so when they merge with Live Nation, Live Nation prior to this was like the largest concert venue and like artist manager. So they were the biggest, they were the biggest clients of Ticketmaster. They bought the most tickets through Ticketmaster. And so when they were like, oh, we're going to make our own like ticket purchasing platform, Ticketmaster was like, oh, hold up. No, no, no. We'll just merge together instead, which is like... <laughs> textbook so not allowed to happen like it's just so not allowed to fucking happen but um the government at the time said it is actually not an antitrust concern which is why clarify further explain why and what you're doing what tell us tell us how it's not when this is like literally what it was written these laws were written to protect this from happening this like really like blew up uh, a couple months ago with bruce springsteen's tickets they were like being priced like five thousand dollars a ticket and fans are mad and I don't know if this has happened to like other big, big, big fandoms at this point, but you've pissed off the Swifties and this is just like, I hope something fucking changes. Oh, then the other part of the Ticketmaster is like they own their own resale platform. So they encourage resellers to hike up the prices because when you buy tickets through Ticketmaster, you're charged a service fee. When you resell tickets with Ticketmaster, you're charged a service fee twice. And so they're, ta- they're, they're encouraging people to like upcharge. So they, they basically get the most money. So it is in their incentive to not get you to get tickets the first time around. It's to make it like so scarce, blow up the prices so fucking much. So then you're forced to buy them on the resale market through them and pay 10,000 fucking dollars for a ticket. Hot take. I don't think you should be allowed to resell tickets at all unless like you're dying. Like that's I don't think you should be able to buy multiple tickets and then sell them back. Yeah, the cap for this is six tickets. And then once you get to like not the pre-sale, there's no cap. You shouldn't be like, I don't think you should be able to buy a lot of tickets and then resell it for more than what the ticket's actually worth. Like if you can sell it, you sell it at face value, but you don't sell for more. I um got in a fight with somebody about this and they're like, Yeah, but like I need to pay for my ticket. I was like, you no, don't you pay for, for your ticket. You paid for your ticket. You don't need to charge somebody double to cover your ticket. No, someone else doesn't need to pay for your ticket. Yeah. You need to pay for your ticket. And they like didn't get it. I was like, are you okay? I genuinely think like, where is the fucking, does Jeff Bezos have any kids who are Swifties? Like, where is the kid with the fucking unlimited credit card who is like, I we need the Peter Pan. Buy the fuck, buy all the fucking tickets from the scalpers and shit, and then you dole them out to all of the actual fans. Like, Man. how the fuck do we get anonymous in to like work this system? Because like this is such a fucking scam, and it's only getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, even when they're to go back to some '90s television, even when it was like an actual like place, physical yeah. place where you could go buy tickets, there was an episode of Save by the Bell where they were like camped out at the mall to buy tickets for U2. And I was like, at the time, I didn't even know who U2 was. I was like, why are they at the mall? But um, they they like had to like stay overnight mm-hmm. at the fucking mall to buy U2 tickets, and it's the same. And they were waiting at Ticketmaster. It was the same. Every, it just now it's just moved to digital. 
Yeah. And it's like they're making so much fucking money. Mm -hmm. And then also like they're not because this monopoly, like it hurts everybody. Like artists can't really say no to these things because then it's like, oh, well, then you can't tour. Mm hmm. Like, we're not going to sell your tickets. Yeah. Like, you're not going to have any contracts with these venues because we, like, we manage all we, these venues. We so, have like, an exclusive. Best of fucking luck. Yeah. Like, you either do, you either play our game or, like, you don't get to do shit. And, like, it's, it's just, like, a piece of shit. And I would hope that, like, Taylor would be able to, she has so much pull, like, through her fans, like, to do, like, something with this. Like, she doesn't even do, like, you can't buy meet and greet passes. So, like, the whole thing that her thing is, like, you know, they have like the secret sessions, but then also like, you know, the rep room or whatever they call the one for each concert. And it's like, has her team do a bunch of social media stalking leading up to the concert for who's going to be there and what seats they're going to be in. Her mom walks around before the show. Like they have people who then pick people out of the crowd, the audience. And those are the people who get to pick to meet her. You don't get to pay to do that. Like, I don't think you should be able to pay for meet and greets. Like, I mean, I did that for Jonas Brothers and like, do I regret it? No, but like, I don't think ethically you should be charging to do that for tickets that are like, oh, well, you can only meet me if it's like, you spend like 5,000 fucking dollars. Like if it's an attainable price, you bought a CD. Like that gets you a meet and greet. Like something like that where you're actually supporting the artist like through that way. Who's so, buying CDs these days? No, but you know, back in the day. Like, oh, I that thought would, you meant current times. No. I was like. <laughs> no, what I'm saying like back in the day, like that was like what yeah. you would do. And like that could get you in the lottery to like yeah. win something. But like right now, like I just think that like, okay, you're someone specifically who is like so against chart like you want it to be an equal opportunity for people like and even like when she like lists her prices like the original price is listed even for vip which include like merch and shit i think the highest they go to is like 500 dollars or something like that and it's like okay so this is something that you are passionate about and care about like you we've seen you re-record your masters like you have a very loud voice here like even spotify she like like that was like very loud and all of that and i'm like can you and a couple other can you bts and um, Beyonce's tickets haven't gone on sale yet, but I'm sure it'll be the same. Can like you get together and can someone buy Ticketmaster and redistribute this? Like this is fucked. Yeah. The thing that you remember when earlier, so this was off mic where I was like, Joe Biden had tweeted out about <laughs> yeah. and I didn't know because, you know, there's a lot of parody accounts jumping off because you can now buy blue check marks. But this was real. So. He, uh, the White House announced that it was working to crack down on junk fees in all sorts of transaction banks, airlines, cable companies, and ticket sales. <gasps> Airbnb, too. All of it. Hell yeah. And so, they're the surprise charges the companies sneak in the bills because they can. This is a direct quote from Biden, such as resort fees at hotels and processing fees for concerts. According to More Perfect Union, Ticketmaster's fees now cost as much as 78% of a ticket. Processing fee inflation is connected to the domination of a few big ticketing companies across the market, according to Breakup Ticketmaster Coalition. They saw that after the merger of Live Nation and Ticketmaster, the company now controls 70% of primary ticketing in live event venues. Bands have long been complaining about ticket, blah, blah. But anyway, the administration is trying to get rid of the fees and then also looking at broader scope of breaking things. Joe Biden, so. I officially forgive you for that ice cream eating picture now knowing that you're a I still like the ice cream eating picture. I can't stand it, but... I know you can't. No, now I love it because you're a Swifty. So thank you for your service. I mean, this was before. This was on August 20, October 26th. Okay, well, I'm going to need an update because AOC has come out as a Swifty and his, Joe Biden his is also definitely a Swifty. I think he is. <laughs> like, I think it, 
is middle-aged grandchildren. White, like, middle, older, old white men, like, that's their shit. I was like, about to say, this man is far from middle-aged. <laughs> hey, middle-aged is a concept. Far from middle-aged. Hey, wow, Melissa here is setting parameters for what middle-aged is. I'm just that, that this man... old for middle-aged. This middle man age. that is Melissa, 90 years old. Hold, hold on. Anyone who's a member of the Patreon will understand. 79. He'll be 80... And, so uh, and next me, week he'll be eighty in five days. You don't know that he'll and, live to be a hundred and sixty. There you no. go. I need you to finish that. Mm-hmm. Now. Do I know that's why I jumped Thank right on you in. So much. Hey, you don't know that. You don't know his. Life. <laughs> yeah. Also, Live Nation CEO in 2017, his salary was seventy million, which is like one of the highest CEO salaries at that time. Like they're just like raking in the money, and they should sleep with one eye open. Yeah. Well, you're not wrong. I mean, this isn't a you thing, but no. take it master, Jerome. Everybody, hope by the time that you are hearing this episode, that just imagine that I'm sitting at home. At, no, let me queue. laying. I No, no, don't say I'm in the fucking queue. <laughs> no, bitch, that would be for a fucking week. No, just imagine I'm like horizontal. I'm laying down. I'm so comfy. I'm in my like little wearable blanket. Like I'm so just hard to imagine living my best life. And I already have tickets. Like there's just like a sense of peace over me by Taylor Swift. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, best of luck. Thank you. Best of luck for your um, Beyonce tickets when that happens. Thank you. My Rachel of the week is uh, Sherry Papanini. She faked her own kidnapping so she could get back together with her ex-boyfriend. Iconic. Which led to three weeks of searching. Not iconic. It was a multi-state search before she resurfaced on Thanksgiving in 2016. So I wanted to bring something festive for the holiday season. Dude, you're really in a festive mood. <laughs> this, is um, our, uh, thanks, this is our modern family Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. Uh, so she's 40 years old, pleaded guilty last spring to staging an abduction and lying to the FBI about it. And part of the plea bargain, she's required to pay more than $300,000 in restitution. The judge said that he considered the seriousness of the offense and the sheer number of people who were impacted. They included the law enforcement officers who searched for her, the community that believed that for four years four that she had been well, like abducted because she kept lying after she resurfaced. Okay. And then uh, those who lived in fear because of her fake story of being adopted by two Hispanic women. So oh, then the racism is in there and the Latino community uh, that was falsely viewed with suspicion. It's like she watched Gone Girl and like didn't finish exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, this is bad. This is like yeah. a bad Gone Girl fanfic mm-hmm. and like you messed up. So she ne- never gave like a rational explanation for her behavior, which included months of careful planning before she disappeared and temporarily abandoning her two children. <gasps> her actions stumped even independent medical mental health experts who said that they couldn't conform with any type of typical diagnosis. She offered no expl- explanation during the brief, tearful comments that she made before the judge. She also took money from real victims, like, because people raised money for her. Like when she was found, mm-hmm. like, oh, to get back on your feet. Yep. What did she do when she like was fake abducted? Was she just like sitting at like a motel? Oh, like, eating don't candy? worry. I'll tell you. <gasps> uh, yeah, she was just hiding out. And then uh, 
some passerbys found her. It's like literally gone girl. Oh my God. Found her with bindings on her body, a swollen nose, and a blurred brand on her right shoulder, bruises and rashes across her body, marks on her wrists and ankles, and marks on her left forearm, all of which were self-inflicted and were designed to go with her story. So she watched Gone Girl and was like, this is a this tutorial. Is mm-hmm. Step by step. Step one. She went to like WikiHow, how to fake your own abduction. Yeah. See, Amy Dune wasn't racist. Right. And also like, wait, you left your kids? Mm-hmm. And so she was found on Thanksgiving. Was it like a Thanksgiving surprise? Yeah. Well, found to be. No, no. Was that her plan though? Was it uh-huh. like about Thanksgiving? Like you're so thankful you found me? Like it's a little on the nose. Yeah. So on November 8th, she was ordered to serve. She still, I feel like, got off pretty leniently. 36 months of supervision after her release, a year longer than probation officers had sought. The twin charges carried a maximum possibility of 25 years in prison. I mean, I think, like, I'm assuming she did give back all the money. Give it all back. And she also and has to pay $300,000. Yeah. I mean, at that point. she'll never... She's not a danger pay. to anyone right now besides like herself. herself and maybe her kids. I don't know where they are. I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine they're with her. But. No, but I mean like her being in jail doesn't really do much. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm just like, just like, I think like, you know how we have like a sex offender registry, which like I'm not pro sex offender at all. But like there's also a lot of issues <laughs> with the sex offender. Reg- no, no. With the registry, I'm saying okay. like, there's a lot of issues with. The registry, if you specifically look, um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, people who are, are white who are not on there. And there's a, a, a lot of people who aren't white who are disproportionately on there because racism and convictions and shit. But I feel like we should have like this a similar kind of like registry for like people who've like done crimes that are just like fucking this. I want to know that I live next door to this. Yeah, that's you know? true. Like, you should have to let me know that you're moving next door to me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, maybe I want to become your friend and see, like, hear all about this. Or maybe I want to avoid the shit out of you. But, like, I want to know. I need to know before. I don't want to know. that. I don't want to learn this from you. Yeah. I don't want my neighbor to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, this happened to me. Yeah. I need to know first. So, Sherry, have fun, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, Sherry. Wh- what's what the going fuck, on? Sherry? Yeah. Sherry, what the fuck? Like, no man is worth this. What does he look like? Imagine Sherry calls in the podcast, but his stick was so big and like you just needed to know. No. But he was a Gemini. Okay. Sherry, what's your sign? And also, Sherry, what was the what was the long-term game plan? Cause like, did this work for you? Like, did you think that like this was successful? Like, what happened? Like with Gone Girl, we got to follow her around. We got to see what she was doing. But like Sherry, you just pop in, pop out. I need the details. Did you vlog this experience? Done an early vlog, miss? Y'all can look it up. I'm not going to share, but let me just show you this man. For that man? Mm Mm-hmm. You are kidding me. For that wilderness, Coors Light, Joe Rogan man? Yeah. Did it work? No. Do you feel silly, Sharon? Oh. I didn't even know this. Hold on. Are you on Perez Hilton? No, this is Daily Mail. Okay, same vibe, same layout. Yeah. So source Daily Mail. We'll take it with a grain of salt. She's also married. To who? 
somebody that is Neil Patrick Harris very much more attractive. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. I'm sorry. One of these is a clean-shaven, kind of more beautiful and they, looking man. They look like they're on a PJ too. Neil Patrick Harris, other one, scruffy. Ben Affleck. Bitch really fucking saw that and was she like, "Watch that. this." Mm-hmm. They left that out of the other article. Of course, Daily Mail is going to come with the real dirt. I was reading one from like NBC News or something. They're keeping it, <laughs> keeping it classy. Yeah. No, give me the dirt. You're fucking kidding me. Also, this is a picture that is on his Facebook. Well, he stormed the Capitol. Yeah. You are kidding me. So has anyone asked Rosamund Pike or Neil Patrick Harris or Ben Affleck for a comment on this? <sighs> Jillian Flynn? Has she been asked for a comment? Wow. 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 Wow was right. Cherry, wow. Okay. I don't endorse bad people having book deals and profiting off of them. I just I want an like, interview. I just want, I don't even need I a book. I honestly want to date it. I, I want, want a daily vlog. I want oh, Oprah to, no, actually, I want Gil to interview her. I want her. Z-Way. Z-Way's going to make jokes. I need Gil. Okay, well, can Gail come in first and then can Z-Way do one afterwards? Yeah, that'll work. Because I would love to see this. I would love to see this woman in her element, and then I would love to see this woman flustered as fuck. What the fuck? Sherry. Well. That is our Thanksgiving episode. Uh Uh-huh. Are you stuffed? Are you so stuffed? Well, if you want to get double stuffed, come back tomorrow. Are you a little Oreo (laughs) one to get double stuffed? Come back tomorrow for Fisting Friday to get double stuffed. You didn't see where I was going with that, did you? No, I did. I did. I was going to tell you that I got some gluten-free, like, fake Oreos. And I've never, I don't know if I've had real Oreos. I don't love Oreos. Don't but, like, actual Oreos, fun. actual Oreos are gluten-free. No. I no, think, it's I think that they, they are. No, no, I think it's that they're dairy-free, but they have gelatin in them. So they're not vegan. That's the thing. They are vegan. They're not gluten-free. They're a dairy-free and vegan treat since the launch. And since the launch. Oh. Despite the creamy center filling, the cookie contains no milk. I love how they say that as like a, they've had to like mm-hmm. make that now be like, oh, look, like now we're being allergen inclusive. Like when before and like truthfully, you're like, that's weird then. Like, yeah. what is this made out of? So, um, so they've always been vegan and dairy free. There's some flavors like the golden ones have like honey in them. So they're not vegan, but they're still dairy free. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you're eating. Head on over to our Instagram and comment. Like, what are you eating? And I I will, if you put what you're eating, I'm going to give you a fair assessment from me, from my point she'll of review, view. She'll review, like, those fucking TikToks. Mm-hmm. Like, will review. you should do that for the, some TikTok content. Like, yeah. people who film their Thanksgiving meals on TikTok, you should review them. I should. You're right. My TikTok is still locked down, but yeah. I mean, you're it's deserved. <laughs> Like I made a you, new one yesterday that I think you'll enjoy too. Enjoying the same ways that you enjoy. I, I saw it. And There's I two. Skipped it. The crab leg one is really good. No, I saw the crab legs and then I saw your face pop up and I said, "Not today, bitch. Not right now. I'm not in the mindset. I have to prepare. Maybe I'll watch them during lunch. Yeah. If it won't fuck my appetite up, it won't. It'll be very pleasing to your palate. That's disgusting. I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna wait till I'm done eating. Anyways, we hope you all enjoyed. Leave a review on the podcast app. Do we have any new ones? Probably not. You all need to write. I know I can't read, but if you can write, write. Can you stop saying that? Well, because I think reading is a lie because I think you're right. We just memorize. 
It's the same thing with learning. Like, I don't think I learned a lot of things. I just memorized things. Like, what's the difference between learning and memorizing? Here's one. It's from G0. G-Easy? But it's like good luck, but I with a zero. G-Easy. Good luck, peep. Five stars. Love this show. Love this show. Love the host. Real bees. I'll take that. I will. As a real bitch, a real... What are the words for bitch? Boopity boppity boo. Boopity boppity boo, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> okay, we will see you all next time. Excuse me, that is <gasps> not how we end oh this show. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed. You should be. We will we'll circle, circle back. back. <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs> and here's a tag on. Yeah, we just talked about this. We stopped recording. We had and to start again. I cannot believe that I forgot to put this in my list because this is something that I strongly am passionate about. Yeah, so you are too. When and we, you reminded me. When we were ending this, I was like, you know what I was waiting for you to say in your Thanksgiving rant that you can't stand because I hate it? It's that no fucking sitting around in a circle or going one by one and saying what you're thankful for. We do not need a familial circle jerk of us just saying what we're thankful for. Also... I know that it think, feels like this is the time and the place and the opportunity, but like of all of the days out of the year, I think it's actually the worst time to sit around and talk about what you're thankful for. Yeah. As a white person, I'm going to sit here and be like, I am so thankful that half of my ancestors came here and took over and murdered all of these people so I can be having this turkey. What? No. No, no, no. 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 no wrong time, wrong place. Pick another day. But also like, why do we need a specific day to do it? I don't. I don't care. I'm here for the food. Weird mood. Like my mouth is stuffed as my stomach is getting stuffed in a non-sexual way. <laughs> and like, no, like, mm-mm. no, not I, at all. I, I, I don't need it. I don't no. need it. I don't need it. Save that for your Rachel Hollis podcast. Like save that for your other shit. Like leave me out of your gratitude journal. Blessings. Peace and blessings. Okay, now we're really done. Goodbye now, for real. But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.